Bugat? Bugaboo. Can you sing that falsetto part? Uh, no, I doubt it. I'm not even going to try. We'll auto-tune it later. It's close. Do the thing. Faster? Faster. We're going down on South Park. Come on, let's make some time. We're going down on South Park. It's more of a Muppet. Oh. Strap on those headphones. Welcome to Muppet. into your brain. Once our lips reveal like those this? tips, you'll never be Kelly's the same. Kelly's walking around like a puppet. We're going down on South Park. You'll moan until you whine. We're going down on South Park. This is my final rhyme. That was our final rhyme. Howdy, what's South Park? Cheers. I'm Sean O'Brien. I'm going. Da- I'm Sean O'Brien. I'm going down South Park. I'm I'm Joy Bunny. I'm also going down on South Park. She's going down. South- oh, go. she said it. No, no she I didn't. did the Sean. Pop. No, she said she's going down South Park. No, no, she did, did it. It's over now. That's she has to say it every time. Uh, welcome <laughs> back to Going Down on South Park. Uh, this is episode number four thousand and seven, uh, titled "Chef Goes Nanners." Uh, first premiered July fifth. The art will hold on. In so, the year 2000. Uh, in, this, in this episode, uh, to settle the heated debate between history versus politically correctness, uh, the South Park kids be, Did uh, they do it? break into factions. Uh, break into factions over the South Park flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the pro side, to keep the flag are Stan and Kyle. On the con side are Cartman and Wendy in the debate. And of course, meanwhile, Chef is pissed. Um, shenanigans ensue. And in the Hijinks end, ensue. they all learn. I know. Shenanigans happen. Shenanigans, hijink, and uh, in the end, uh, they all—you know—happens. There's a compromise. A little bit of the background of this story, or to the uh, episode: the South Carolina State House um, has I'll end this show. I'll, I'll turn this car <laughs> right the fuck around. I'll fucking turn the car right the fuck around. South Carolina State House um, has upon it a uh, an emblem. That has previously been known to be super racist. So uh, they want to take it away. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's like a sideways X or like a regular X, I guess. The rebel flag? Sideways cross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Trying to be all coy. Lowercase T. (laughs) (laughs) Time to leave? You mean from the war of Northern aggression? (laughs) Super racistness is going on. Um, also, but I, I should say, um, Trey Parker and Matt Stone apparently just wanted to go to f- the 4th of July fireworks. So they quickly uh, put this episode together and they like well, it though in the end. They it's like great. it. It's great. They like it. Um, so I got the feeling that they rushed the ending more than they, I mean, they had a week before. Sean Fah, favorite moments? Uh, there were a few. Um, I love the uh, the setup of the debate where they were showing the uh, the previous debates where it was always oh, yeah. Cartman. <laughs> so it was was uh, pro choice versus Cartman, gun control versus Cartman, and as Club they stand in for Cartman. Cartman. Sean Fa, indeed, certainly. Oh, I took it to heart. <laughs> yeah, we. What were some of the others? I said all three. Oh, I thought, no, you said you had a f- I thought you said you had oh. a few favorite moments. Oh, oh, other, yeah. Um, the, just the whole uh, Wendy and Eric um, uh, situation. Were you is, shipping them? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you remember shipping Where, them at the time? Uh, no. Okay. I don't ship. Yeah. What does that mean? Shipping is uh, when you go on a boat for a long, long journey, usually carrying goods being paid by others. When two characters that you that you <laughs> very much enjoy on a television on a television show. Um, start to like each other. One might 
uh, be so inclined. To, they don't have to like each other. You can just say, I want those two characters to be together. There you go. When, when That's all. That I've phenomenon. I've never heard it called that before. Okay. Oh. It's, very, it's a nerdy is. thing. It's, I it's thought been shi- around for a while. It's been around for a while. I thought shipping was like Benifer. Um, No, that'd be portmanteauing. You can, no you, one you calls can, it portmanteauing. You can ship. Unless it's a Natalie Portman there, and uh, Topher you can Grace ship two combo. people no matter what. They have to be fictional characters. No, they don't. You can I'm ship. pretty sure shipping refers to fictional it characters. It typically does, but you can ship anybody. Calm I down, Hope. I mean, yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> if you want two people to be together, then you want them to be in a relationship, i.e. you are shipping them. Oh, that's weird. Okay. I never heard of that. Hot Joey. showers, hot showers, hot Joey, showers. Favorite moments. Um, okay, so I had a lot of favorite moments, but they weren't all like funny favorite moments. Yeah. I thought some of them were kind of poignant. Okay. They were like just like small little jabs. I thought it was nice. Uh, Chef converting to Islam was kind of interesting. I liked that. And his cute, like, his guy who followed him around with his extra, you know, you know, uh, post award. <laughs> the last award, half of his name. Which is his whole name. That was really funny. Uh, I love the moment when he had the monk who was going to self-immolate. And then he, instead of doing it to himself, he said, I'm going to do the exact same thing. And then burned a Vietnamese guy. It was uh, a monk. Yeah, it was, it was a monk. Yeah, so, so he did do what he said. Um, As a monk, were you offended? Yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. I, you know, he didn't really. He was a martyr for a reason. Okay. Peace and love. Uh, I love the Joey KKK. Joey plays a dwarf monk in our D&D game. <laughs> Got it. Now <laughs> I understand. I didn't get it at first, but. You I also record. have a, a deep respect for monks in general. <laughs> you're, wait, it. you're a monk in the DVD, D&D game? The yeah. DVD game? Interesting. I would not have pegged that, actually. I'm a very religious person in my alternate life. Evidently, right? yeah. It's like this weird wish fulfillment Devout. thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure a psychologist would have a field day. He wants to believe. We'll play some D&D. Yeah. Anything else? Joey said he loved the KKK, you guys. <laughs> You're right. I think you got... Damn it. Don't tell him that. He's going to go find that and make that a drop. I just... That's what I was going to say to do. Uh, I love the KKK in this episode. <laughs> that they were very funny. Uh, the cake raffle. The what's under my... What's under my robe. <laughs> They're just pretty funny. The hot shower. You love the hot shower. That I gave, did. That gave you like the biggest laugh of the night. Well, I had been thinking for, I, there's, I, I don't, I mean, I must have watched something or whatever, or like one of the million documentaries on fucking white power. But like that, I know that there was something and I knew it was from South. I thought it was from South Park at least, but of someone like chanting something like that to mm-hmm. sort of cut down the, the, you know, the, the, the horror of white power. And they were saying something and I could never remember what it was. But until I saw this and I'm like hot shower, I'm like, that's what it is. So I'll and be, you I'll could, be we can go back to this argument. I'm not gonna go into it, but we could definitely go into humanizing the KKK and whether that's whatever. Making them kind of funny. But that's like not the birth of a nation. Well done. <laughs> it's a call back to literally literary. Well, <laughs> one I totally forgot was the uh, uh who's got the silliest thing under the robe. That <laughs> that was great. Yeah, that's one of certainly one of my favoritest moments. Kelly Ridgeway, do you have any favoritest moments? Um I mean, just a lot of this episode. I just thought it was really clever. Do you have anything specific that like stands out that you liked that made you laugh? The um, most? I feel like everybody said it already. What were some? What, what would be the first one you have said that had already been said? Um, probably all the debates. Okay. <laughs> Do, were you shipping <laughs> Cartman and Kyle? And gang it. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how he wins all of them. Oh yeah. <laughs> <going home. laughs> Because, like, he, he doesn't give a shit about anything. <laughs> He's just like... Well, it's so true, though. Like, especially yeah. nowadays, like, people really do win the debate just by shouting the most and then yeah. walking away before you get to make your point. It's like, what the fuck? That's basically what Trump does. Yeah. Another... Well, oh, tried and true. Sorry. Another, like, parallel with that is that he walks in, like, 
I'm finally here, guys. All right. So how are we going to take down the opposite team? Like, he never <laughs> right. does any prep. It's yeah. all just about discrediting everybody <laughs> yeah. else. Yeah. Which is like. You got it. So yeah. true. On um, one of my favorite podcasts, The West Wing Weekly, uh, <laughs> they have what they call a Trump III moment where they rewatch The West Wing and it's like basically referring to a Trump. It's just hilarious. Uh, and there's a lot of them in this episode. It's just so amazing. All you guys pointed out how it could have been from two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. It's so it crazy. Insane. That's why we started this show, Eric Wheeler. <laughs> I um, also like the Russell Crowe poster. Oh my God! <laughs> one more, one more quick moment. I thought that was really poignant. Was Jimbo just had a quick little aside that I wrote down? He said, uh, "History ain't worth defending." Sometimes I thought it was so great. It was so short and so brief, and the fact that they could come up with something so poignant in like six days when they were probably like you know drunk and stupid, eating McDonald's or whatever, uh, is just amazing to me. The fact that they can just have these little pearls of wisdom hidden in there. True. Speaking of the two of those, that the gun part. Makes me laugh really hard. But like bird, and they're like trying to explain something, and then totally. anything <laughs> that walks by, they just start shooting at it. Like, Squirrel, Chris Peterson, <laughs> almost got it. Jimbo was a great character in this episode. I thought he yeah. was like a very dynamic. I think he was kind of like the you know the the regular Republican who's got to be on the same team as the KKK. Yeah, and realizing but, how, like, what a crazy yeah. position that is. So Many like, fine people. We don't exactly. want them on our it's team. Many like, fine people on both sides relevant to today uh, totally. well speaking of relevance uh cultural relevance what i wrote down for cultural relevance was wait what about your favorite moment? i just had cartman and wendy because mm -hmm. i knew they'd all be <laughs> sad it's, there's no time um so cultural relevance i wrote uh ugh, let's do this again yeah uh, callie said this is i can't believe this is still going on while we were watching so i i guess we'll just do it again do you want to do it again same as it ever so let's was go. same as it ever was well, well, kind of, well, have you ever seen that movie anyway the thing that made me track. say that was they were talking about the kansas city chiefs and there was mm. that was just this past season right that they were changing the redskins oh. or the redskins cleveland sorry, indians that they <laughs> they're all chief wahoo the Indians, yeah, yeah and that was like they actually did something about it this year and people were pissed or happy whichever side but like yep. literally he mentioned that and that happened last year i was like oh shit well, and i thought the whole clan thing with the the charlottesville recently was that just, too you know same as it ever was Hot shower. Like, uh -huh. exactly the, i mean the march yeah but you know it's not this I, honestly though i don't think it's the same as it, it ever was well i think it's been emboldened by this current I, I don't know. I mean, I don't but know exactly what. it was about the memorials. It was yeah. about the Confederate memorials, which could have been this flag. One hundred percent. But and then I, the Nazis turned up and took the, it the over. The flag and, stuff yeah. was the Dylan Roof. That was 2015. That so that wasn't. Yeah. That was the actual South Carolina because I was yeah. in the South. It was in Charleston. Absolutely. Yeah. But Jeez. I guess I'll put it this way: How funny would it be the year to have two thousand? You guys. How funny would it be to have an episode today of the KKK doing like what's under my robe? Who has the funniest thing under their robe? Right. I exactly. Know. Would it be funnier fly. or would it be funnier or less funny? Less because funny. if it's less, it funny, less funny, it means funny. that they're more fucking emboldened these days and it actually is way more real. Yeah, because they're like, more of a threat now than they were in 2000. Be I guess like, that's kind of my point. It would be to tasteful say. to do that now. They'd yeah. be like, oh, they're just giving them, uh, you know. South Park doesn't give a shit. Yeah, they've never they, been accused they of being would. tasteful. But I, but I think it, it's less it, funny. It, it, well, it, it, they, they just wouldn't do it because I don't think it would be funny. Like, yeah, they'd I, be like, people wouldn't like The funny version today now. would be like comparing comparing like someone who was like not wearing a KKK robe, but is like actively killing black people, saying that they're killing black people rather than just like a person who like is like, well, I don't want to actually kill black people. I just want to like 
uphold, you know, white supremacy and stuff like that. Like that would be the comparison of today in a more like it, it would be pointing out the absurdity in a, on a much more elevated level rather than just the silliness of like what's under my robe these because that's well, what I'm saying. It's well, fucking way they more just real. Don't these wear days. robes now. Richard Spencer doesn't wear a robe. Well, that's my point. Clan. That's exactly my point. Yeah. Like one w- would be wearing it, the other wouldn't be wearing it, and that's the joke. I agree. Um, do you guys want to know the history of the Confederate flag before we get into that, or do you want to talk more about the KKK and Birth of a Nation? I want to give one more point before I thought there was something different than the arguments that we've had before. Go for it. Was the kid element the idea that kids were yeah. having the debate? I thought that was really poignant too. We thought with all and the fucking stuff. And that they stu- didn't see, they're like, oh, it's just a guy being hanged by people. Right. The innocence of this generation, yeah, yeah. Of the new generation, they don't have the same crazy biases that we're mm-hmm. bred with. That was fascinating. And, and Wendy was obviously like the most woke of all of them. <laughs> She's like, what are you talking but also, about, guys? <laughs> I thought it was great because also when Chef was trying to get everyone's signature, there was the kids who were standing next to him mm-hmm. and all the adults were like, we don't have time for this. We don't have time for this. They weren't saying like, they were saying like, oh, we're not racist, but yeah. we just don't give a shit, which is so, again, right on the mark. <laughs> but then, I, yeah, everyone's undecided and it's like, what's changed? You can argue both sides. A lot of the time, you're like, so, well, I kind of agree with this, but then, you know, I agree with that. I, I wonder if <laughs> that is an easy way out. I wonder if that is a dated idea, though, that kids we call don't it O'Briening. Ayo. <laughs> I'm just going to let that go. <laughs> Such a sick bird. <laughs> um, I wonder if that, I wonder if the idea of just like kids don't see color is. A slightly dated reference these days it is. because yeah. now yes. nowadays what that you means is kids don't color. know their history. Yeah, <laughs> like, yes, you're right. You know what? That's the problem. Being colorblind so now is yeah, it's a not that's cool. an issue. That's it's yeah. really is somewhat like the new racism. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. gonna call it exactly racism, but you know what I'm saying. It's white privilege what is what it's called. Yeah, it's like what Stephen Colbert did. That was like his whole joke when he was doing the the, the Colbert Report, mm-hmm. right? I don't see color. You know, that was his whole thing. Like it's what yeah. Hannity says. Well, it's exactly what <laughs> the majority of Fox News continues to say. Yeah, these days. yeah. And, and and ironically, they call um, what Morgan Freeman says also true. They call liberals racist because they point it out so much, and they call identity politics in yeah. general racist. Um. So yeah. The uh, and I don't know. I mean, I guess we can go. We can delve well, into that a little. Actually, bit. I thought that was kind of poignant because it was it was represented in the new flag, right? The new flag. I thought right. was interesting because they said okay, okay as long as everyone's doing it. Right. It was it was like, <laughs> and it was so poignant because it's like what Trey was pointing out. It's like. Forced diversity, almost. Yeah, it's true. It did kind of remove that element, but we're still hanging someone. Right. It's super violent, yeah. and it's kind of missing the point. Yeah. Yeah, it re- I actually, that's a very good point. I didn't even think about that, because it, <laughs> it does sort of, it, it, it does whitewash the whole problem. It's like, oh, everybody's been a little bad. Many fine people. It's like we're still hanging a black person, but look, it's another black person doing the hanging. Right. Black so it's okay. Is this whataboutism? Yeah. It's not even whataboutism, actually. I think it's, I, th- um... I don't even really know what what we'd be able to call it. I mean, I, mean, I think it's just a uh, – sure. Is it like for, the, for the Milo Yiannopoulos or whatever hating gay people and he's no, obviously no, gay or, or it, hating black people but he only dates black guys? No, I think like, it's – He doesn't hate – well, I'm not going to say I think it's just Milo a white right supremacist now. but he only dates black guys. I, I don't think he'd, he'd claim that. That's not true. That's yeah. not, yeah. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think the, 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 the problem with it in general is just it's it's – it's not even acknowledging the history in general. It's simply saying like, hey, we can all band together. But it's not trying to say anything is the problem. And I don't even really feel like it, like analyzing the the reason why it's an outdated joke. Um, but the the fact of the matter is you should acknowledge your history. And I don't think it – and for that reason, I think it's a little bit tougher. It doesn't play as well nowadays, personally. 
okay. Um, I thought that was so interesting. One more point about the, the the politicians, how the mayor was trying to find a way to absolve herself. It seems yeah. like it's Blame very, it on everyone else. It was very similar mm-hmm. to what Congress was doing. Like, they don't want to pass laws for this kind of stuff because either and, like, way— the gun control and stuff. Let's yeah. just have—the kids are— they, If they had their way, they would never vote, you know? They yeah. would. Because they, they don't want to be held accountable for anything. Exactly. They well, they be, just want to keep yeah. their fucking jobs. Yeah, they right? just want to be on the right side of history, whatever so that ends up being. Like They don't want to have to take a stand. Yep. Well, so, go ahead. Well, they they know, I didn't have anything put else laws to, to the floor I kinda, because they don't want to vote on them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think okay, so let's let's get into the flag a little bit. We may as well like get into the we we've yeah. done this. Can we burn before. it? We have to get into the weeds sure. a little bit. Sure. Why it. not? Uh so the Confederate flag in and of itself. Do you guys want to know a little history of it first? Sure, why not? The square flag, boner, was the the square stars and bars. Do you know anything? Like without without prompting. Do you know about the flag? Do you know I know anything? what the fuck. Man? I know you know a lot. I, I just wasn't sure how much you would know. I looked up some stuff. I just wasn't sure. Okay. You're a history Have guy. you seen I didn't know. This I'm like one? I know a little bit, sure. Why don't you he just saw tell the drunk okay. history? He knows. Um the 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 square version of it was the original Army of Northern Virginia. Uh the rectangle was the Army of Tennessee. Uh there were battle flags. They were not the kind of Confederate States of American flag. Those there were several of those. Um, and they fell out of popularity for basically from the, from the end of the civil war. Cause it's a rebel flag that yeah. <laughs> like rose against the country. It Until was not really like a well kind of looked upon thing. It, it, um, no, believe it or not, the first sort of real popularity of it started with in, in visually speaking was the birth of a nation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but the bigger version of it that really made it, um, very popular was gone with the wind. Um, and because of Gone with the Wind, it sort of became cool to come from the South and, yeah, yeah. and that sort of like heritage of war, and, yeah. Southern pride. But uh, when it was utilized was during World War II. Um, so World War One and World War II, Birth of a Nation came out in 1915, uh, like, you know, right World War One territory. And then Gone with the Wind came out in 1939, right before World War II. Um, so, so Southern soldiers who were enlisted in the U.S. Army started wearing battle flags, like on their helmets or on their shirts or like whatever. In general, they they started to use the the Army of Tennessee's battle flag um, that was popularized in Gone with the Wind and Birth of a Nation into battle as the Southern pride thing. But also Strom Thurmond in 1948 took it up as a very specifically racist symbol um as a uh, rebellion against the civil rights movement um which was like very strong. budding at the time he they tra- his parents tried to write strong but didn't know how because they're stupid <laughs> and racist um anyway that's so people this who say that the confederate stronger. flag is more about like just heritage and stuff like that they're partially right but the popular popularity of it genuinely stemmed from, because from racist and especially if you look into the like the history of the army of tennessee like it's uh, fucking, that's yeah. a, it was so slave shit everything is so. hollywood's fault yeah basically uh propaganda exists so the machine it, is real the thing is it's it, as obvious as it is Make believe it, it means different different things to different people um obviously if you're african-american it, it's a symbol of it racism. is a nazi flag too it's a to symbol of african-american people in this country sure absolutely uh, and then i'm gonna say the modern stuff, I think if, if you grew up as a white person in the South, I would say you most associated with, honestly, Leonard Skinnerd. 
to be fair. <laughs> Let, no, I'm, I'm serious. Like, it's a hazard. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's a little, I mean, I'm, I'm a child of the 90s. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, for sure. Uh, same thing. So you associate. Skinner's with, okay, but fucking Duke's a hazard. <laughs> they're like way out of fucking life. So <laughs> Fuck you. I feel like Skin, Skinner transcends. Like it's still on classic rock. Duke's radio. a hazard was like a 2000 movie with fucking. It was bad. It was bad. bad. Yeah. And no, 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 look at all days, Duke, so. My point is, we still listen to Sweet Home Alabama and Freebird. It's a Skinner's a big deal. Whatever. Okay. My point is, same thing. Play Freebird. Freebird's a big deal. Dukes of Hazard. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No one fucking does that. Anyway, (laughs) god damn you guys. I was trying to show you that Southern rock is a big deal. Deep in the heart of Texas. Too soon, bro. Uh, Oh. Sorry. Oh shit. No be. Fuck everyone. Yeah, you made it too soon. Why you gotta be that? Yeah, you feel shitty now, don't you? You Can't do. You all fucking jovial here. schmucks. <laughs> all right. So I, um, I can never uh, mention a state. Again. Why should we? Why should we burn the Confederate flag and uh, forget it? We should burn all flags. I think it's interesting that to learn that it just didn't really. It wasn't the Confederate flag. Like it was yeah, just it wasn't, like a yeah. random yeah. like B side flag. But, like, <laughs> but, yeah. It wasn't that random. It was specific, well, it had specifically like, racist tendencies. But just one mm. specific state, and then for Ten- it to yeah, become sort of the symbol of this whole thing, yeah. that it had to have been. You're right. Like Hollywood. I mean, it had to have been. It definitely has a different connotation than what I thought growing up when yeah. I was watching Dukes of Hazard reruns and whatnot. I you know assumed it was the. Confederate flag. Yeah, everybody yeah. does. Yeah. Like you would never think that it was just anybody listening probably still is realizing it or learning it. I think this interesting. I hope our listeners are more educated. Some, some, some definitely found so out just right now. Some, some are finding out right now. And congratulations. Sorry, guys. What's interesting to me is is the way that states were viewed back in the Civil War time. So even if you were in the Confederacy, states' rights was still a big deal. Yeah, yeah. the governor. There were only a few. The governor of um, of Georgia famously said, like, he wanted to punch, like, Jefferson Davis in the face. Like, he, like, they hated each other, like, even within states. So they didn't really have a overarching symbol of the Confederacy. So I think it, they had to glob onto something as time went on because the South was getting referred to as this one thing, as this monolith, when in truth, it was always— <laughs> well, isn't that the difference between a Confederacy and a Union? <laughs> exactly. But we didn't view it like that over time. We yeah. viewed the Confederacy as a monolith, yeah, even though yeah. you're right. That's what I'm trying to say. It was a co- true Confederacy in <laughs> yeah, the true definition was, of the word. Yeah. But then it became yeah. the South. Right. So that was the symbol for and it. Remain Southern so. pride. Right. And that's and they they like having that. <laughs> they need some sort of symbol about them. And it's also this pride in 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 the underdog loss of it. It's such a crazy Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird, man. It's, it's it was it a is weird, a weird because thing. it was such a dramatic war, and they did such an amazing overachievement on the battlefield versus their economic structure and their ability to govern in the domestic front. So it was such a crazy, like proud of our generals, proud of our job. Because even though they lost, obviously it was such a you know same with Gone with the Wind. All these stories, a very dramatic, tragic loss, and they can claim that sort of heritage. They claim that. Victorious heritage. Yeah, war is a sense of pride for almost all peoples. Like, there's really, you know, not much else that the South has to latch on to. I think it was yeah, so like interesting. German, is, it's not like Germans are really proud of World War Two, you know? No, but like, they had like other things to, um, to, uh, you know, bolster. 
I feel like the South, you know, there's not like one thing that connects them all. There are certain, you know, aspects of the South, you know, Louisiana has its specific culture and its contributions, but there's nothing that like, you know, unifies that many people under one thing. There as is, much by the way, Germans war. are obsessed with World War II. There's yeah, yeah, the yeah. Wehrmacht. Absolutely. People love the tanks of World War II. There's a huge oh, okay. obsession with the Wehrmacht. Tanks are pretty sweet, bro. They also, yeah, they honestly, they had the best fucking tanks in like the history of the world. The point is whatever. You can obsess over the army as they do and German nationalism and, and compartmentalize that versus Nazism. And they, that's what they literally, the Confederate and, and Southern history does. They compartmentalize all of the racism and slavery versus the, bat, the victories in the battlefield. Yeah. Didn't That's we do crazy. a uh, episode on the uh, the monuments? The, well, the fake battles or the um, mm. oh, the yeah. reenactments. Oh, because oh, there yeah. was another South Park episode. Yeah, yeah. with yeah. the Civil War reenactment. Yeah, schnapps. Yep. Schmor Schmor schnapps. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we should do a trivia now that you're here, so you can beat us up. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um. Well, anything else? That was a good episode. I liked, it. liked it. I thought it was somewhat poignant for like in a, a thrown together episode. Um, I liked Chef. Yeah, I didn't Chef's feel it. I th their, their concept. Of, I, I think that's modesty, or you know, in you know the way that they were doing the, uh, the commentary there. Um, you know, it was it aired on uh, the fifth, and so mm -hmm. they were talking about taking it easy on the fourth. <laughs> like they still did their entire week's worth of work, and they were. Be planning for they leaving early to go to fireworks. Three in the morning. Exactly. Yeah. They they, they went at ten instead of yeah. two. Like I, I don't think it had that much impact on what would have been the show if they stayed for that extra three hours. What did you guys think of in, in the commentary? They mentioned this was one of the first ones, I guess, that had one story. The A story, B story, C was story that, thing. Is this the first episode? To only have one. It can't be the first. They've, they've mentioned that before. Like this is their transitional period. I feel like I think. they always try to to have like different people doing different storylines mm -hmm. up till now. But yeah. sometimes it would come through that. It's like the whole show was about one thing. Yeah. And maybe even this one, there were little things along the way, like, you know, just Carmen, the Carmen and Wendy, Carmen subplot. and Wendy yes. was like, kind well, of, it was, I think their transition tied in, but yeah. Well, I think their difference is previous to this, they were doing like completely unrelated stories. <laughs> yeah. Now all of the put sub stories are around the bigger story. Like the kids are doing one thing and the parents exactly. are doing totally something else. And yeah. this one, they kind of came together. Yeah. And... For some reason, they don't consider that an A story, B story, and C story, but I think it still is. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah. I think there's a like lot Chef of that. Just his better own, like, exactly. To, yeah. You know, Red Badge of Gayness is the one uh, we're talking about. That's smor yeah, that smorchops and all that. The, Robert E. Lee general. And that was mm. one story throughout. Yeah, uh, pretty much. So. But it still it was it was one big yeah. story, but there mm -hmm. were like little pockets with the different sets of characters. Much like yeah, the Civil War. They went back and forth between the armies and yeah. back to South Park. Like when he was writing like letters. Just and like stuff. the new Avengers movie. The Avengers <laughs> did it way better. Spoilers a stories. Yeah. Seen it. They did it care. well. You can spoil it. What they happens? Really is everybody dying in the end? Josh Brolin is Thanos, apparently. Well, I'll tell you what the stakes are. I'm not going to tell you what happens, but mm, should I not? Eh, never mind. I'm not going to say this. It happens. has nothing to do with this. I can't do spoilers on nope. a podcast. That's yeah. I mean, cool. I guess it is Civil War. <laughs> we're going down on South Park. You'll moan and wine. We're going down on South Park. This is our final rhyme. That was our final rhyme.
Remember to follow us at all of our other shows in the Fawcast Network. We have uh, Politinkering, Literally Literary, Wild Wild Westworld, Woo! and uh, Text Before Calling every now and then. You can follow Sean at Text B and for Calling. I will uh, follow, the Twitter's him. There. follow him. You can also follow Joey at J-O-E-B-O-N-I-E-R on the Twitters there. You can follow Kelly wherever she goes because she's beautiful. You can follow me at Discarded Post of Poetry on the Instagrams. Uh, check out all of our, wait, no. Uh, go over to iTunes, write a review, give us a rating. Uh, Joey will kindly ask for five stars. He will then add please uh i'm fine with whatever you do and uh give us money if you go to the page currently our only only uh uh sponsor is joey uh so Thank this you, episode has been brought to you by joey Woo! you're welcome <laughs> joey bonnier uh for uh all of your joey needs <laughs> if you ever need a bonnier think joey <laughs> there's not that many of us so yeah there's like four of us in Absalom, Absalom, by the way, the one of the main character, one of the big sort of absent characters, names is Charles Bon, which I remember mm. your original last name was Bon. I know. I always dreamed of being what a do you Joe mean Bon. Your original last name before you know Ellis, Ellis Island. Island. Oh, in the old country, Bon. My original name. Can I ask you one quick question about the Civil War, if we can? Sure. You said you've been watching Ken Burns. Is mm-hmm. that correct? What episode Through binoculars you from across the street. Uh, I think the last one I watched was was the Gettysburg one, and then a little bit of the one right afterwards. Did you, the one before it? I think called Forever Free, which is eighteen late yeah. late eighteen sixty two. Yeah, Forever is free. really fantastic. Yeah, uh, I recommend that one. <laughs> I've watched which, it twice, and I really t- want you to understand that there's a lot of them that are not. No, no, you don't get Ken Burns no, no. the way I get Ken. I Burns. don't understand. <laughs> no, no, I want to warn the audience that episode maybe I think it's eight is not very good. Or episode nine mm. has a lot of lost causey stuff. Mm-hmm. Just be careful. I'm Did you have the you. t-shirt before anyone? <laughs> I get your joke. Nine is not uh, good. My name is Shelby. Before you got to remember that the, uh, the South had a particular way of uh, going about things. And that's, uh, it's important to remember exactly how, how special it was to be from the South. And, uh, mm. there's a heritage there. That's good. And, uh, Sure, we we weren't all racist, but you know we hated black people just like anybody else. But uh, I'm Shelby Foot, and uh, and that's that's the way of it, though. Joey's it's, got a T-shirt with a picture that zooms. Um, I'm, <laughs> and I'm Barbara Fields, and um, you probably shouldn't listen to him just because he says nice things in a southern accent. It's cute, but I'm Barbara Fields, and that's better. I like that. That's cute.